Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Free Men and a Little Virus. Yes, this is week number 18 and we're calling it Dragon's Egg. You'll find out why later on. But yes, I'm Mark Ridland and I'm bringing you all this and I'm, yeah, I'm the one that kind of holds it all together because those two idiots haven't got a bloody clue what they're doing. And they are AMJ and Mr. Paul Tingey. They're the comedians that we tried to tame but it hasn't quite worked yet. But anyway, in this week's show we talk about breakups in public, the woman that left a child on a train, Arnold Schwarzenegger and The Simpsons, well that's coming up, 90s action films that are a little bit weird but we still love them, massive burgers and AMJ will probably eat them all, uh, Richard Maidley goes commando, Paul brought it up, not me, AMJ has a joke, a real one, Paul does a little bit of a slip up and says the wrong name and of course we have to take the mickey out of him, just like we do. Uh, we talk about the Archbishop of Canterbury and some church services that are going a bit awry. Paul does his film review, and this week it's Wiener Dog. Yes, I've never heard of it either, but apparently you liked it. Talk about Police Academy, Pirates, Airsoft, and a chopping board issue. So all that lot coming up in this week's show. So sit back and enjoy another week of Free Men and a Little Virus. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. Do you have a cat? And do you love your cat, but don't have the time to properly groom and tend to it? Then come to the Pussy Parlour, because there's nothing worse than a badly trimmed one. We here at the Pussy Parlour know how good a well-tended and carefully looked-after pussycat looks to the owner, and always strive to leave yours looking trim and tidy. Our highly trained and discreet staff will clip and snip away, leaving yours looking like a movie star's. We'll treat yours to the day of its life by pampering it, cleaning it, washing it, then buffing it dry. We even have a massage service if yours needs a stimulating rub down. By the end, it'll be purring for more. Pussy parlor, because there's nothing worse than a badly trimmed one. You love being pampered, don't you? Think about it. What's that beaver doing in here? My dad's car broke down. Oh, is he? Is it feeling all right? Does it need someone to talk to? No, it needs five <laughs> people to talk to. No. Nah. Um, no, rather frustratingly for him, the reason it broke down was when he got his brakes repaired, they didn't put the bolts back on after putting the brakes on, the new brakes. That's more yeah. than like a kind of a little mistake. Yeah, yeah. It, he was just so lucky that the brakes seized rather than released um especially when going down melbourne avenue oh, it was on a uh a, a big brand garage was it did it or uh, or did he do it himself um it was a garage but i don't know which garage oh, um yeah. but he he's just had to fork out 600 pounds for the repairs on the car what? um but i did tell him you you need to send that receipt off to uh the garage that done your original cock up yeah, yeah, definitely. They could, have, they could have killed him. Yeah, and that's and as I said, that's not like a little thing. No. Like that, that, that's not like maybe not like attaching the windscreen like properly. Yeah. Well, that that'd still be quite bad. Or maybe putting on one of the wipers, not putting yeah. the bolts back in the brakes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a mechanic. I know this may shock you all, but that'd be something you do, wouldn't it? Like, no, I would have thought so. I mean, you know, I would have been a bit richer if he did die, but um, I'd still rather have my dad about for a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, talking of uh, cars and that, you may be able to hear in this week's podcast uh, truck horns blasting because um, there is currently still massive tailbacks and traffic jams in Dover. And uh, I don't live far away from one of the main roads coming into Dover. So we've got all the lorries stacking up and all blasting horns at each other, which is probably going to go on all blasting night. So I'm probably not not going to sleep much tonight. Probably Uh, lots of beeping in this show tonight then. Yeah, um, yeah, and not not just normal bleeping, but beeping. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. why uh, that's why it's a little bit later recording and why we're having a shorter show because uh, 
because my wife went for a, a, a gym class. It was the uh, step class, so they step up and down steps, which um, you know, it doesn't sound exciting to me, but apparently it wore her out, so she enjoyed it. Um, but, of course, the, uh, I couldn't actually drive all the way to the gym to pick her up afterwards because I couldn't get there. So I had to drive halfway, and she had to walk the other half to meet me in the oh, middle. Wow. And um, you might hear a lot of cars as well because I'm currently sat in my car. Have you been kicked out again? No, no, much more innocent this time. I'm on nights, but I just had to take my oldest son back to his mum's. And the plan was to go straight to work after that. Then I remembered he was recording the podcast. I was like, (laughs) ah, mate. So I'm currently sat um, by some old public toilets. I stress the the phrase old public toilets. And looking over at a river. And looking. And... If I turn around, I can look inside a gym as well. Oh, yes. And on the other oh. side, there's a pub. So which way are you going, gym or pub? Um, unfortunately, neither work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's, that's not great work, bless it. It's not as good yeah. as a pub. Unless you work in a pub, then I feel... Yeah, I've worked in a pub. Have you really two worked in a pub before? Have you? I, I've worked behind a bar a few times to cover people's shifts. Yeah, it's good fun. uh, Actual pub is where I I worked. It's now um, been recently renovated, the pub that I used to work in. What pub did you work in? You're saying that like something happened in that pub, like there was an incident. Uh, Lord Nelson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did he pop Uh, in? St. James's. Yeah, Yeah, it looks uh, really flash now. You used to work at the Lord Nelson. I don't know why it did, but when I said that. Yeah, Yeah, when when it was a proper dive. But it, yeah. was a, it was a good dive. And I played with a pool team before. <laughs> yeah. I can see yeah. you in there now. I can see young Cridland behind the bar. Like, <laughs> Just when I was 18 as well. Oh, uh, can I have a so snake you bar? there when it opened? <laughs> Back in 1834. Hmm. He cut the ribbon. <laughs> it was that and Stonehenge. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Lord Nelson. I, uh, I, I just think like it's just had like, a bit of a bad luck with it. Well, it used to be like there. Yeah, I've not. been in there since it's been redone up. Apparently, it's quite nice and posh. They do nice food, and you know, it's, yeah, it's just nice in there now. So I'm, I'm yet to find out and try for myself. So I, I remember, remember these. I, I went the last. the old Lord Nelson, and the last time I went there, this is, I, was, I was a teenager, so it's quite a while ago now, and um, the. Uh, one of my friend's girlfriends broke up with him while I was inside the pub. Oh. And he was obviously distraught, crying his eyes out. And then the landlady went, don't worry, there's plenty more fish in the sea. And uh, I went, well, it's not just the smelly misses. Hmm. <laughs> How did he react to that? Uh, he laughed and he said, are oh, you calling her a slag? I said, no, it's just a joke, mate. It's just a joke. <laughs> oh, Why, uh... I think there's nothing more awkward than being stuck like when someone's had a breakup. I remember once, where was it? Oh, Wagamummers in Brighton. I was just about to do a gig. And you know that thing like when you're on your own and you need to eat something. So you do that sad thing of having a meal on your own. And this is before COVID. So I sat down on the table and because on Wagamummers, they just put people next to you, don't they, on the bench. So I was right in the wall. Not now. On the corner. No, not now. You wouldn't get this now or maybe ever again. So I was on the corner and I was just enjoying like this really lovely soup and dumplings. And this couple was sat opposite me and they, they were basically having the breakup conversation. Mm-hmm. And it and I couldn't get out of the space. And there's nothing worse than going, the thing is, Keith, I just don't think I love you like I used to. And what do you do? How do you react to that when you're in the corner? And then Keith just looked at me really sad. Didn't know Keith. Don't remember if that's his name. And then, yeah, they basically had a big breakup. She handed him a letter, walked off, and then he started crying. And I was so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So she broke up with him by letter. Well, so she... did she give him a verbal warning and then <laughs> proceeded to give him yeah, the official sacking well, letter? Pretty much yeah. like that. So she was like, it's not working. Uh, I'm just calling him Keith because uh, I wasn't eavesdropping enough. But it's not working, Keith. I don't love you as much as I used to. I need to move on and grow and all, all that kind of stuff. That most of it, well, every man has heard a thousand times. 
definitely not me. you it's me not you <laughs> it is you sort it out uh, <laughs> and then literally handed him a letter and then she left and then he just burst into tears and i was, I was just like are you, are you all right mate maybe, maybe the letter like, was no. actually yeah when if he opened it up it would have said this has all been a ruse for television. There's cameras around the room <laughs> trying to get April the people Fools. around. Yeah, we want to get the people around you's reaction. So it's not real. But I bet he didn't open it, did he? No, he did just cry quite a bit. Yeah. I, it would have been nice if it was like a, a, one of those moments of... Jeremy Beadle coming out. That would have been great. Mm. But, but it wasn't. And yeah. She didn't even did... finish her noodles. Oh. I was about to say, did he finish his dinner though? Uh, no, and, and the waiter was awkward, and then, like, obviously, like, I, I couldn't get out of there. And you know that thing, like, before a gig, you killed time, and I had seven hours left to kill. I was like, I'm going to sit here before they leave. Did you and get the on the wait- wrong bus to get down there? Well, I, I did that thing that I think everyone has done of just going, do you know what? I'm going to get to the gig really early and going, oh, it's midday. I'm not on to eight. <laughs> and that annoying thing of going like, am I opening? No, you're closing. Brilliant. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's great. Other times it's like, no. When you're closing and there's 12 people on, yeah, no one wants so that. Always take that as a headliner. Always take it as a headliner. Oh, I'll take it as a headliner. It's just like, yeah. no, just 12 of anything is too much, isn't it? Yeah. Like, let alone comics, bands, magicians. Children, children. Uh, yeah, but it's cheaper by the dozen. Don't forget. Hey, well hey. done. What a film. <laughs> yeah, talking to kids. though, have you seen this news story about this uh, this dozy woman who lived in uh, I think it's Peckham, who left her small child in a pram on the train? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. Charges in comfort. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, so it was a South East London train uh, between Peckham, Rye, and Peckham, Rye. That is not two different places. <laughs> not Peckham and Rye. That'd be a long train. Yeah, and it'd be a weird yeah. one, wouldn't it? Who wants to go from Peckham to Rye? It's a direct route. You need a ticket, though, if you're going to go there. You need a ticket to Rye. Yes, see? Yeah. Um, yeah. Peck, Peckham Rye is, is one of the stations There you go, Peckham Rye, South East London uh, Going to Dartford And uh, yeah, the train Had to be delayed Because the woman got off and then suddenly Realised that she'd left The pram with the baby in it On the train So she had to use the emergency uh, Telephone in the, in the train station To ring up South East London Trains and went left my baby on the train. So they had to hold that train up while she got on the next one, which then pulled in and squeezed in behind that one at the next station so she could collect her child off the, off the bloody train. What was that this? Is a, that, that is, is awful. very bizarre. That is terrible pa- parenting. That is like but even is that worse a baby than in 90s the back? parenting. Um, We're not here, no. There is um, a family just walked past the window. Um, oh, yeah. But... Don't forget our our very very abled prime minister a couple of prime ministers ago. Um, don't forget that he left one of his children in the pub. Yeah, and don't mm. forget our current prime minister doesn't know how many kids he has. Yeah. <laughs> so and it, don't forget our uh, ex our ex MP for Dover and Deal has just been sentenced to two years in prison. For what? A various sexual things. assault. Oh, yes, huh. and lying about it and things like that. So yeah, yet yeah, his wife is now our MP. So don't worry, it's keeping it in the family. Ex-wife, ex-wife. Is it? She, she yeah, she divorced. She put up the divorce message via Twitter. Oh, I didn't know about that. What hashtag yeah. for that? Hashtag <laughs> lousy cheating f face. I, I I once got. Uh, dumped once in my early 20s with a text message that said Dumpsville population you <laughs> and I, I remember it making me so happy at the same time I go and did you know this is funny because we both knew it wasn't going anywhere but you know when you just have moments like yeah do you know what well and done for that breakup 
And it's a really lovely nod to The Simpsons. It is, exactly. It, it, yeah. it, it was everything that was needed. Now, now, that's it. That's it in life. So, do you know what? I think, and I'm going to throw this out there, I've learnt more from The Simpsons than the British school system. Oh, yeah. And, of course, The Simpsons, the writers of The Simpsons are time travellers because they predicted yeah. so many things that have happened in real life. True that. Like, years ago. I think uh, the weirdest one is Trump becoming president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Strange. Oh, it's either that. It's either that they are time travellers and they know, or the American public are really easily swayed by Simpsons storylines. Yeah. Which one is it? I, I really hope it's a time travelling thing. I hope <laughs> they've not accidentally made Trump president or Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Remember when he was a governor? Like, yeah. it doesn't comprehend in my head that the Terminator was the governor at one point in history. You do yeah, know good. that he was actually a very successful governor, though. He yeah, was. He was very I, good I at his job. Yeah. I think he's one of my favourite, I wouldn't say actors, because, let's be honest, that's not one of his strong points. But I think he's great. I, lo- I love Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, like, you know what Arnie's doing now, don't you? He's uh, Robin too. No, no. He gives directions at the local supermarkets. You ask him what he, well, yeah, if you ask him where bread is, and they go, I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Did you see someone drop kicked him like a few months back? What? I I think that's about two or three years ago now, AMJ. Where did the time go? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I see like you've taken out Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he's in his 70s now. It's like that. That's what you've done. But the thing is, though, he stood and he, he barely moved and he turned around, looked at him, then turned back and started chatting to the person again. <laughs> Mate. Oh, it, it, do you know what? There, there, there isn't anyone like that anymore. Like, I've, I've, been watching, uh, I've been watching a lot of films back recently, mainly the Batman ones because I'm a nerd. But... Yeah. There's nothing like those 80s and 90s films like the Schwarzenegger era, the Sylvester Stallone era, where they don't have any plot or anything, but they're still brilliant. Yeah. You think my, of my best one is the old, um, yeah, Sly Stallone in Demolition Man. It's probably oh. one of my favourite films of all time. And again, it's, uh, it's a really weird story, but it works. I love it. Do, do, do you know my favourite film of all time that, that I know, like, from my list of films that I know are crap? Last Action <laughs> Hero, I really? think, is one of the best, worst films ever. Oh, come on. The idea of a kid just being sucked into a cinebar screen. And oh, yeah, I just think it's brilliant. And Jingle All The Way. Jingle All The, Jingle all the Way. What a film. Yeah. I think that's in the top five Christmas films. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, Jingle All The Way. I'll go along with that. The ending of that is ridiculous. Like, he, he's a costume character, but for some reason he's got a rocket-powered suit because that's what they do, don't they? When you're dressing up as a costume character. Be careful. You just don't, you just don't have there. that in the holiday parts. That's all. That, don't get jealous. Yeah, well, we didn't. We had, we had no need for it. Like, Barney didn't need rocket power. I tried. They weren't having none of it. <laughs> they were, you just don't need it. So, can you fix the fan? No. Do you know what, though? I feel for anyone in the holiday park industry in the heat today. So if you are like in a costume working for a holiday park, I'm sorry. And remember, it gets easier. Does it? Yeah, in no, winter. No. In winter, it winters the worst for it as well, like because the, your body temperature just doesn't adapt to it. That's um, no, not, not my problem no more, is it? Nope. <laughs> No, no, now, now you're doing other entertainment stuff. Yes, now I have. Like, for the I know elders. one that he isn't doing. What? Bungee jumping. Hey, I don't do bungee jumping. Yeah, just going back at you said about the um, when you was in a a restaurant eating. Have you seen? There's a new burger challenge out. No. For, there's a, a place in uh, Wokington, Woking, yeah, Wokington in Cumbria, which has got the, it's, it's been given the, the mantle of the unbeatable burger because 
he reckons the owner of this place reckons that no one will ever be able to eat it. But I reckon you could have a go, AMJ. I reckon I could do this. In I, uh... total, it weighs two stone, this burger. That's, well, just, that's about the weight of my left titty. I was going to say about a tenth of your weight. <laughs> your left titty? <laughs> Yeah. You said that in such a weird way. That's the way my left to do. <laughs> like, that was just so bizarre. Like, like is... a be Timmy Mallet. Timmy Mallet should be done in that case. <laughs> Wasn't that the pink one? Oh, no. Um, oh, oh, no. Now Laurie's are coming along London Road. Uh-oh. You're going to be trapped. I think I will You, might, you might have to put us on speakerphone and, and drive to work. <laughs> But the thing is, as well, somebody has parked at the end of the, the little bit that I'm in. They've actually parked on the exit, so I, I can't get out at the moment anyway. Well, that's that's good, then. It, it means we, we, we can make dreams happen on this. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, it. Go, going back to this burger, then. It yeah. is apparently, well, it's just over 30,000 calories. And it's free if you can eat it in an hour. Uh, oh, that's it a is, yeah, 24 pounds of beef that's yeah. uh, about 56 normal sized burgers yeah. uh, it's got a mountain of cheese I don't know how you measure a mountain of cheese I'm not quite sure uh, you 20... go, if it's Swiss cheese then they go uh, by the uh, Swiss mountains maybe that's ah, true that's it's the one uh, Jesus like though isn't it Swiss cheese because it's all holy yeah. um, uh, it's got 20 slices of bacon uh, yeah. It comes with a side of fries and, of course, the the buns as well. Um, but yeah, there's no there's no salad in it. You know, I thought they might try to make it healthy in the what? picture. There's salad, but there's no mention of salad, so there is salad in it. There you go, just to make it healthy. But it's absolutely enormous. I, d- I d- it could be worth a go. I love stuff like that. Everyone like because what I wanted to do this year, but weirdly. There's been a virus that's gone round. I was going to do something called yeah. I, I don't know oh, if you've heard it? about it. Syphilis is on the rise, isn't it? Uh, what is on syphilis? Yeah, maybe in your part of Dover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stay away from that lorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to do a podcast called the Burger Cast, where I was going to find the best burger in the UK. And at Ooh. the moment, there's two contenders. But like the British guy Ferrari. Pretty much like that, yeah, but a lot, a lot more lower end. Uh, hang on, hang on. I just thought actually, just, it just reminded me, I was in the gym at the weekend, actually working out, and do you yeah. know what was on the big TV screens? Food oh, Network versus food. It was Food Network, and Guy Ferrari was on there with his triple D, and I was like, you're trying to kill people here. <laughs> so, why, why put the Food Network on in a gym? Well, that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's like I just don't understand. Well, maybe it's to make you work through it. The thing yeah. I find as well is like I just love food and need to know when to stop. But well, that's the story for another time. But the two greatest burgers at the moment are currently my, my good mate Andy Bates at Lion House in Kumar in, in Devon. And he does the best burger I think I've ever had in my life. He does an Americano with bacon cheese hash brown and salad and it's just perfect that sounds and like an awful coffee it is <laughs> don't try and drink it so it's on the list but it's between that don't go try and, and order that in costa you won't get that yeah you won't get it like, like you, you, there's if only you one place in england that does it house. <laughs> or, i love a costa have you ever been a big boys over in folkestone as well no not actually been in have there you, yet there's one called the Alvis, and it's peanut butter, chili jam, cheese in a brioche bun, and it is spectacular. Like, I think they are probably the best burger place in Kent at the moment, as it stands. Ooh. But uh, I am still going to do it. I've just got a few other projects that I need to get on with, and the agent would be too happy going like, Adam, you know that part life thing you've started? Yeah, why are you going around tasting burgers instead? How are you, how are you getting on with visiting all the more? Oh, the lorries are beeping along London Road as well now. Uh, I'm just hoping it's all clear by the morning because I've actually got to go to work and then I've got to get to London and back again tomorrow. Oh. And then I need to get to and from Margate in the evening. 
Why are you so, going to, oh, you're doing a quiz? Pub quiz returns to the Hungry Horse at Westwood Cross. Wednesday nights. Get there for quiz starts It's the Hungry Horse, which is known as the Hooden Horse, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. see, well done. See? Do you have to book in advance? No, just turn up. Although you do need to fill in a form for the track and trace when you get there now. Definitely. That sounds like great fun. Why have we turned into a radio advert? Like, that was for some advert quite quickly. <laughs> it's an but infomercial. We... Talking of adverts, did you listen to the uh, the advert at the beginning of last week's show? I did. It really made me laugh more than I thought oh, it would. Oh, in I, the said it was gonna be... <laughs> I said it was going to be aimed at you, Paul. What did you think of it? I'm afraid I didn't listen to it. What? I've, Says I've the man that spent money so, promoting it. Yeah. yeah, that means you can listen during the day. No, I've been trying to sleep. Um, uh, and in this heat, it's, it's not helped. Um, I'll t- I tell you what, I shall, I shall listen to it right now. Because I've done that really annoying thing. I skipped through trying to find which film I was meant to be watching. Uh, See, have you watched after... uh, Spider-Man 3? It wasn't Spider-Man 3, it was Wiener Dog. <laughs> Nearly right, I'm, going, I'm going to listen to it now. Oh. Oh, yeah, there'll be a different advert at the start of this one, which I haven't decided what I'm adding in yet, but it will be one, another funny one, until we get some full-on proper sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor this podcast, get in touch. Let us know. Yeah, and if you are listening from Burger Brothers, for a small fee, including free food, we can advertise you. Yeah. Who yeah. do we want to sponsor us? Who is the ideal sponsor? Like we, we, we went through last week whose window we wanted to go through. <laughs> but like who is, you know, who would I'm, be the best? I'm trying know. to listen to the advert, but you two are talking over the top of it. What are you playing at? It's weird that, <laughs> isn't it, radio? Like someone talking yeah. over it. There's no oh, dead air on I'm this. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna button. listen to the advert. I've, I've got it. I've got it. There you go. The lorries are blasting their horns. It's doing really well. So, yes, welcome to Traffic and Travel. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the way that we're still carrying on, that he's just listening to it as well. Like, Uh, this is everything you're taught not to do. Summed up in one minute. It's a good job. Good job we can edit this bit, isn't it? Yeah. I'll I'll let you know next week what I think of the advert, because you... It's very confusing having you two talking over the top of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever watch this morning? Like, you never get Eamon Holmes watching something halfway through a shoot. Yeah, like, that's really good. Shush. shush. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> this, look, oh, that's, that's, that's great, Dr. Raj. I'm going to check the website out now. Eamon? Eamon? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> there he what, is. where this scenario comes up with watching Dr. Watching videos of fairness, Dr. I think Eamon Holmes probably would do that. I think it and Richard Magley. That's a name that hasn't been mentioned in a while. I haven't seen... What's Richard Madeley doing right now? His wife. I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that like it was the obvious thing? What's he doing? His wife. Clearly, clearly that's all he does now. <laughs> that's all he's got. Yeah, so, yeah, nothing else to do apart from read books for their book club. Are they still doing that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. Richard Madeley uh, doesn't wear underwear? He always goes commando. Is yeah. that a fact? It is a fact. How do you know? Uh, uh, it was mentioned. Have you fact-checked? It was an unfortunate incident at Buckner Regis knobbly knee competition. Yeah. And it was weird because he was trying to order a knobbly bobbly at the time. The show had already started and it was just confusing. All in all. It, it, that joke makes no sense. And I realised really that about... A second into it. AMJ, I'm going to try and make it work for you. Okay. Richard Madeley's knob is hanging out was he's knobbly knobbling the knobbly knobbling knees competition. Because he's also trying to rig it, so he's knobbling knobbling knee competition with his knob hanging out oh, was so eating knobbly bobbly. Ah, so he's eating the knobbly bobbly whilst his knob hangs low. <laughs> yeah. What? I, the minute I'm, you said I'm that, I'm not any of this. You don't want any of this fixing jokes. This ain't Simmons's podcast. If you want to fix your jokes, off over there. Well, the, the I'm, difference is, I'm yes, quite happy to do it, but he's not invited me. That's because yeah. you've got to be famous. And I don't write one-line jokes. 
It's not all one-liners, though, is it? He has on there. He has all kinds of comedian stuff. I've never yeah, heard Nick of. Count the other month, which was really good. He's one of my favourites. I wrote a joke the other week. Would you like to hear it? Ooh. Uh, I got trolled this week. It was tragic. They dyed my hair blue and made me sing upbeat pop songs. <laughs> you hear the police are there. They're coming after you. You can hear them in the you background. You can hear that in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're yeah. coming after you for the police. The joke there. police are coming. I'll tell you what I did do. <laughs> The other we week. should have that all the time, these joke police. They should just turn up and go, no. I live, uh, I live near an ambulance place and a police place, so it's kind of not a hospital, but every now and then it, they just go off. Every now and again they fall apart. <laughs> every now and then I fall apart. Interesting story, going back to another thing we did. I, I went to Lush uh, last week. Lush. And I'm looking around because I love the smell. And also, uh, I'm not middle class. I'll tell you why I went to Lush. <laughs> Have I ever told you about what, what Steve Arbottle said to me? Uh, he, he, said, I, he said many things. Generally, he yeah, no, uh, put it in there. If you, if you want to be proper middle class, you use balsamic. Or <laughs> ace balsamic. <laughs> well, well that, that, that's what he said. He was on did about he, the balsamic. Did he say, no, AMJ, stop it. I don't like you like that. Put the substance away. Put the substance away. (laughs) He said said he was in Brighton once and he was walking to the seafront and he walked past Lush and the fire alarm had gone off and the sprinkler system was going. And I thought that clearly never happened because Lush wouldn't have a sprinkler system because it would look like a unicorn spunking. So (laughs) I, I thought it weren't real. So I remembered this when writing material the other week. I thought, right, I'm going to go into Canterbury Lush. One, to get my girlfriend a little surprise. And two, just to smell and see if it's got a sprinkler system. So I'm looking round. And this happened twice last week. Do you know what their new bath bomb's called? Oh, is it Dragon's Eggs? It's Dragon's Eggs. Nice. So uh, I'm going to do a little report back on it. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it outright. I thought, you know what? I'm going to have one of those dragon's eggs. And also, that one you sent the other day, Mark, those Kellogg cereals are also called dragon's eggs. So that's twice in a week dragon's eggs made an appearance. Exactly. Like it's haunting me. Yeah. It's like a bad joke following you around. That That is in my top three <laughs> worst moments ever on stage. If you were to ever write an autobiography, it would have to be called Dragon Egg. Dragon's Lovely. Eggs. I'll be honest, Sam Jay, it's one of my favourite moments I've seen you on stage. I, I I think the thing that made that gig hard as well, because it wasn't a stand-up gig, it was just an open mic night where we decided... It open mic music night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was terrible. <laughs> I don't think I've died of death since then. That bad. I've died of death, trust me. Oh, yes. <laughs> Headline a poetry gig. And uh, they they were all doing these really dark, meaningful poems. And then, like, if anyone's seen me before, or if you're interested, check me out on YouTube. It was like, yeah, you're having a good time, way. And the first poem was on, uh, yeah, very dark things. Bats, night sky, werewolves, werewolves. They're quite dark. A black cat on a dark night. Black cat, uh, coffee. Richard Hawkins. Not Richard Batman. Hawkins. Justin Hawkins, even. <laughs> Richard <laughs> Hawkins? <laughs> yeah. Lead singer of the darkness. Oh, yeah, Justin Hawkins. Did yeah, yeah, not Richard Hawkins. The God Delusion. Shut your face. Shut your face. All right. Yeah, all right. Oh, Paul made a mistake. Let's pick up on it. Yes, Have I picked yes. up on your two's mistake? This podcast will be twice as long. It would be, but that's a part of the joy. I'm just making notes. So, Richard Hawkins. Not what was that noise? He's not um, in the dark. Was it really, or was it you? It wasn't me. If I made that sort of noise, I'd be kicking down the door of the old public toilets. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a sound grab. <laughs> are you googling him? Yes. Why are you googling Paul? Why am I googling Paul? What? But he, I swear he did write the God Delusion. Now, Richard Dawkins did. It'd be great in the darkness. I believe in a thing called love, especially if it's not come from God. But oh, you know that 
when 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 he had his heart attack or stroke or whatever it was that was was quite serious, um, the Archbishop of Canterbury tweeted that he would be praying for him, and I thought that was amazing. That is pretty amazing. I uh, I saw the Archbishop of Canterbury about two months ago in Ramsgate outside a church. Well, my girlfriend was like. It's supposed to be in Canterbury. It's not an well, I Canterbury. thought that. I didn't know it was him. My girlfriend was like, look, that's the uh, Archbishop of Canterbury. And I was like, no, it's not. And it, and it was. Was he in, like, T-shirt and jeans? No, he was dressed as an Archbishop. He was in full Archbishop costume. The oh, ABC. Excellent. I've had lunch with him twice. Have you? Yeah. Was it, in a, so was it in a Wagamama's in Brighton a few years back? <laughs> he broke up with me. <laughs> He broke up with the Archbishop of Canterbury. He kept calling me Keith, which I found rude. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you looked familiar. And (laughs) see, it was just a bloke in a dress, AMJ. It wasn't actually a woman. Oh, no. He was in his lovely purple frock. Um, (laughs) No, uh, once... No, no, both... No, once was in the church hall um, in Dover. And the other one was actually in the Canterbury Cathedral. It's very nice. Oh, he always seems like a nice man. Can can I tell you a funny story about a worship leader as well? A good friend of mine, John Feasy, uh, who is like he's like an uncle to me, was telling me about how they've been doing church services over Zoom, and people haven't got to the point of like muting their Zoom when they're doing worship. So apparently, like it's like completely cutting it out, and it's been like I will worship. And then it's cut. It just really tickled me. See, Miss, whenever I see Mr. Feezy, within 10 seconds of saying hello to him, yeah. the, the, the question will pop up, how's Adam doing? Uh, I, I spoke to him the other day, actually. We had a really good conversation. I, I check do him like with Mr. Feezy. Him. Yeah, he's a really good guy. Yeah. He, he makes his own honey as well. So With bees. I'm, I'm sure he's got bees to do that for him. <laughs> or... <laughs> Or don't touch his honey. Don't, don't, don't touch his honey. Like, like seriously, <laughs> may taste nice. You don't know where that honey's come from. <laughs> Good old Uncle John. Uh, I really um, wish that story had a bit of a punchline, but it had nothing. It was just me but, telling you something. To, talking of Zoom, did you yeah. see that girl who restarted university and they're all doing it on Zoom at the moment? And last time she used Zoom was a few weeks ago. And she got a bit drunk with her friends having an online party. Yeah. And she changed her name to Big Tilly Bitch and forgot oh. to change it back. So in the lecture, up she popped as Big Titty Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes. that. See, the ironic thing is that she's flat chested. That's it. <laughs> Bless yeah. her. She had so, just been to Wagamama's in Brighton and had a bit of a bad time before that. Yeah. It isn't, isn't that your name? Pizza Express Woken. What, me? <laughs> no, Paul, isn't that, isn't that your, your, your Zoom name? Is she stolen it from you? Um, no. Oh, okay. It's Biatch, my name. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> you are, you, you are Big Titty Biatch. Yep. <laughs> Can you please uh, change that as your stand-up name? Because yeah. I just think that would make things a lot better in life. Ladies and gentlemen, please Stay. welcome... Big, Big <laughs> You'd have to have uh, a theme tune coming out, you know, like wrestlers. But what Nelly would it be? Elephant. Or just a Grain Jill theme. Boo-boo-boo. <laughs> Boom, boom, <laughs> How long's the walk to the stage? <laughs> it just takes a while now. <laughs> Big Titty Biatch. That does sound like a really good like name. For, like, I reckon you should do it. Uh, let's reinvent everything. Yeah. <laughs> I know we are running uh, short on time because you've got to go to work, Paul. So, shall we do your film review? Um, shall we? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I shall get Dave to do the jingle. It's time to listen to Paul and his nasally voice. He is so boring. It's 
Film Review with Paul. Dee dee dee, dee dee dee, jingle jingle. Um, so you that's just know where to put it in. Yeah, that's what I did it for for you. Yeah, I'm well glad done. you Nothing. said jingle jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make the note of that jingle jingle. There you go. Film so, Review. You you tasked me with um, the chance of watching the fantastic film Wiener Dog. Um, Did you find the right one? Did you go on the right site? I'll be honest, the first time I saw Wiener Dog, um, there's a very happy-looking lady. Um, but then uh, it didn't sound like Danny DeVito. So it was actually originally released in Germany. Did you know that? No. Mm-hmm. Nine. And then, and then I only said it once. Um, and then they brought in Danny DeVito for the American one. Okay. Uh, there you go. That was probably the highlight of the film, Danny DeVito. Mm. Not going to lie. Uh, I do love Danny DeVito. I think he is amazing. Um, it only brought in, though, can, can you get this? It only brought in 700 odd thousand dollars in the american market um so it was as you know i like to have a little um read up of the films before i do a review of them and one of the amazing things that i found out about this film was it's actually about a dog Uh, (laughs) really no that that wasn't the amazing thing um Yeah, so it it was released originally in Germany, and it came out in America shortly after. What was it called in Germany? Uh, Mein Wiener Doggy. Schnitzel pup. (laughs) It has has nine nose. It smells awful. Um, That's a very camp German accent. Um, (laughs) I've watched too much Hello, Hello lately. Um, But I also, also, because I like to look at... um, what people, other people think of the film before I watch it as well. And this is the most varied scores we've had so far. So normally on RottenTomatoes.com, all the films I've watched so far have had the lowest scores on there. <laughs> but it's, it's a reversal on this one. Ooh. So Amazon has given it 2.3 out of 5. IMDB is 5.9 out of 10. But the Rotten Tomato consumers... They've given it 74%. Ooh, that's pretty odd. And I tell you what, I I would go along with that. I think it's a really good, heartwarming film. I'm just trying to think of bits that I can talk about um, that won't actually give away um, any specific plot lines and ruin the film. So I think you're just going to have to trust me when I say there's some really good scenes in there. Um, I think... One of because there's the dog, the 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 wiener dog was actually about to be uh, euthanized, but oh. the vet who was meant to perform the euthanasia couldn't go through with it and brought it, brought the dog home. That was a lovely moment, mm. um, and you know, and it's just all these lovely little stories that get together and pick up, and the, the some of the, you know. Um, there's so many people with lots of bad things going on in their life, but it's such a... There's lots of nice little happy endings for everyone. Um, but, you know what? What? It feels like it's going well. And she's been told, you know, to be more positive. But Wiener Dog runs away. Oh. When she spots Wiener Dog, he gets run over and killed by a lorry. Oh, no. But don't worry... Later on, they put it as a stuffed animatronic in a display. <laughs> oh. What? So almost another happy ending. I will give this film 6.7 tingy ticks. Is someone Ooh. smoking something in that toilet opposite you? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> You're the ones who make me watch these films. Yeah. <laughs> You're generally starting to say, and can I just say, Danny DeVito, amazing actor. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed they never used him for the voice of Detective Pikachu because they tried to start a campaign. That would have been amazing. Strange. I mean, uh, Ryan Reynolds did a good job on that one. I like that. He did. But I like that film. 
uh, I'll tell you what then, Paul. You don't like the ones that we choose for you. You choose the film for next week, and it'll be a surprise for us all. Um, right, okay. I can do that. Yeah. And it can't... It, it's, I, just make sure I understand the rules. It can't be a big blockbuster. No, no. It needs to be like an indie film or something. No Police Academy mission to Moscow. Oh, no. damn it. That's awesome. It is pretty awesome. I... I wonder if they've held out well the Police Academy movies. Oh, they have. I've got them. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah, they? they're really good. Yeah. They're still oh, yeah. good as the day they were made. How many are there? About 100, isn't there? I think there was seven. 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 Seven, seven yeah. official ones. Um, I'm not making unofficial Police Academy films. The yeah. irony of making a pirate Police Academy film. The worst well. ones are the, uh, the pirate. Pirates of the Caribbean films. Hey, uh, talking, of, talking of pirates, actually, this Saturday, the day that this podcast is getting released, is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, I love Talk Like a Pirate Day. It's one of my national as well, so it be all over the place. Why are pirates scary? Because they are. are. <laughs> what is a pirate's favourite letter? I don't know. I was hoping you'd say R. R. No, it's I. I. Um, and what's his favourite uh, shop? I don't know. Argos. Argos. I'm trying I, to thought, think I thought it would have been a ship's chandler, but you know. Oh, that is good. See, only because there's one down the road from me. Yeah. Mm. That is. I love that little area of shops. Snargate Street's an interesting place. Yeah, you can buy almost anything from guns to kebabs. I love the way there's a sign in one that says uh, you must be over the age of 16 to purchase a sword and have parents' permission. Yeah, yeah. It's a good who, who place. Yeah, well, it's like if you have a You can buy bows and arrows and crossbows in that place as well, as well as swords and uh, maggots. Uh, air rifles and, yeah, maggots. Yeah. What oh, a wide variety of stuff. Oh, oh, I, any I, different I've, I've hobbies. Do you, oh, you sound like someone who I reckon you own some form of lethal weapon. Yeah, I own all four. One, all four. Well, I've still got my air rifles for um, airsoft, which are real imitation firearms. So the sort of things that you can't take outside because the police will shoot you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in america you don't even have to have a gun they'll shoot you yeah. no you just have to be looking suspicious let's carry on with uh, with another little bit of news that i found uh which was all about a a mistake on a label that led to <laughs> a lot a, of confusion. not on a radio show <laughs> no <laughs> that was yeah. many years ago um yeah this guy he went into Dunnell mill the uh you know the the, the home store place, so you can buy all sorts of stuff for your home. Uh, we've got lots of curtains from there, actually. Nice. Mm. Um, anyway. Is it um, a chopping board? It is, yeah. So this guy bought a chopping board, and then the label that's stuck to the back, which has got the barcode on it, says, wood, chopping board, big letters. Then it says, wipe clean only, wipe up spills immediately to avoid staining, do not soak, and do not use as a chopping board. Oh. So, someone made a mistake on that one. Is it uh, one of those that, ornamental ones? Well, loads of people going off on one going, oh, yeah, it's it's one. It's not for chopping veg. It's a karate chop board just to prove how strong you are. So you have to, yeah, yeah, you chop through it. And things like that, yeah, things that people idea, silly ideas people come up with. So, but there was an official answer from Dunham Mill saying, Sorry to see that you've noticed our error on our chopping board label. Please be advised we're aware of this error and has been raised with our merchandising team. So basically, someone was probably just having a laugh on a Friday before they left home. And well, they've uh, gone for and, the chop. Yep. Yeah. See, you get good at this. You should be a comedian. I'll give it time. Yeah. Yeah. Give but- it time. I think though, as well, like that is one of those things when you leave a job and you do something as a bit of a practical joke beforehand. Yeah, I mean that—that's—it's got to be one of those things that, yeah, either that was their last day or 
it was on a Friday and they were dared to do it. Yeah, it had to be something silly like that. I mean, have you uh, done anything silly and, I don't know, petty, I suppose, as you were leaving a job? Wow, yes. That you can say? (laughs) Two. What I can say, because it was years ago, working for a certain certain company, you could say they are the kings of fast food. Uh, The woman I was working with, I'll be honest, is one of the worst humans I've ever met in my life. But I was given this wax pencil to mark off like when the food had come through and i only had a day left so i thought it'd be more funny in every burger box just to draw a penis and then close the (laughs) box and put them away put in random places so i did that but in my previous job for a supermarket uh i've left uplifting notes in various places going you're great keep on going today is a good day just in crisp behind chocolate bars and stuff like that that was actually quite a nice, nice thing. thing. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice thing. There was no malice. I mean, I don't know if anyone ever found them penises, but it's because you knows? want that job back afterwards when this one goes wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what it is. Before you leave on a good note, literally I a good note, an actual positive note. The idea of someone getting something and going, Do you know what? That's a nice note. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. it could just creep them out by going, Who's watching? How do they know what's going on? <laughs> you're a paranoid person find your note and that would be it that would be World War just, 3 in that place I might just put you've got nice eyes hide that in there <laughs> just creep them out uh, Halloween's <laughs> are coming I can see you <laughs> your put the chocolate bar down that. fatty <laughs> <laughs> that's more for me than it was anyone else if you are overweight and you don't want to do anything about it it's alright if you do it's not. Yeah. Uh, so, Paul, have, you, have, you, <laughs> have you done anything uh, odd or petty as you were leaving a job, Paul? Um, no, I haven't. I'm too much of a chicken. Um, yeah. However, when um, when I was training um, in one store, well, so when I joined a supermarket, before it officially opened in Dover, I had to go to another store to be trained. and. This guy um, grabbed one of the kitchen knives that we sold and stabbed himself. What? And yeah, and as he was being taken out on on a stretcher by the paramedics, uh, the store manager shouted out, uh, "Can you put him through the self service checkout so he can pay for that, please?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Imagine him doing it. I think the uh, I think the only thing I've ever done really when leaving a job was um, I when I worked for a, a, a well part of the government actually and I was leaving and I went through the internal calendar system and added in uh, additional people's birthdays um, made up people's names and said they was on leave for these weeks uh, things like that you know just so that but I did it like a year in advance so that oh. <laughs> whoever was taken over from me a year afterwards would have gone who's that <laughs> yeah we were just completely thrown them off and i did it for the majority of the year that's genius <laughs> just so that it would uh yeah it would annoy whoever it was that was taken over from me because i didn't know who it was and uh yeah that was, that, that was quite fun we, we, quite did fun. A, we did a similar thing in in, in Ilfracombe where me and a few members of staff made up a team member called Keith Kieferson and uh, managed to get him on payroll, managed to put him on the rotor, uh, put complaints about him in the book. And like there was people working there thinking, we've never seen this Keith Kieferson. And it was like coming in on a Monday going, have you seen what Keith's done? Come and have a look at this drywall. And then people would just join in with the, and there'd be nothing wrong with the wall, but like people would just like to complain with you. So when he comes in, send him my way. And then it, once Andy, who, who does the amazing burgers, even put on a voice and phoned in sick. As <laughs> Keith Keeperson. <laughs> he had a pacelift and everything. That was who, was who was getting the money? Oh, he weren't getting anything because like uh it, they he were never on, turned up. He never turned up, but admin were on with us. But like his pacelift used to turn up with everyone else's. Oh so. jokes, eh? 
Yeah, the fun and games. Right. Um, so, have you have you got a, a last minute news story you want to bring up for us? Um, you brought up most of the news stories I wanted to bring up, so hmm. I, I, I'll save one for next oh. week. I've uh, I've got nothing. I, I've uh, currently been looking at advent calendars at the moment. Oh yeah, and, it's uh, getting it's, near Christmas. We're it's halfway very through close September. To Christmas, so uh, we're midway through September, so time is running out for Christmas stuff. There's a, there's a few good ones there, man. There's a few good ones. There is a BrewDog one. Really? Can I just say, BrewDog are an amazing company, and you're doing great work. Feel Maybe free they want us to contact us. You know, you know, there's another uh, a local brewery, Cur- uh, Curious Brew. Maybe, uh, oh. maybe they would like to sponsor this as a uh, as a Kent-based brewery. I think that'd be be nice if the good people at Curious Brew, the cold, crisp taste of. Do they know Kent Curious George? They do know Curious I think, George. I think he owns it because um, you know, in Curious George, there's a wiener dog in the books and TV series as well. Yeah, Huntley was mm-hmm. his name. There you go. It upsets me calling the wiener dog sausage dog. You've done well to get me to use so many Americanisms in that film review. Well done. And see, I called it a film as well. Not a movie. I didn't quite quite go to movie. Yeah, the the movie Wiener Dog. Don't don't push it. Don't push it. (laughs) No, I can't bend down that far to push the dog. He's only a teeny tiny wiener dog. You don't push him over. What oh, was that? Price is back. <laughs> that, 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 I'm not, not doing accents again. You know, I don't want to be one of those comedians who just ends up in one of those debates because there's no way of defending it. It's like my voice is that just sounds terrible. It's not offensive racially. It's just offensive on how bad it is. Oh, you can yeah. turn yourself that. I do. It's not. I've not done it on. <laughs> that's not even an accent. If you're offended by that voice and you're listening to this. Maybe, maybe change your voice. If you're sad like this, then how do you operate on a data? What job are you doing if you're talking like that? You're a not plumber. a counselor, are you? You know, oh, it's a guy on a costume. Oh, I need to change in the ball cock. Pardon? I need to change in the ball cock. And that's what Mario said to Luigi. It won't flush. Get in oh, the cart. Also, before I forget, there's something I wanted to talk about. We are celebrating 35 years of Super Mario. Ooh, are we? We are. So they're releasing all the games onto the Switch again. And also, they're releasing a limited edition Game & Watch where the whole of Super Mario, the, the original NES one, and Super Mario 2 will be on that system. So that's something really Ooh. cool. Happy birthday, Mario. We have a Switch. Well, Sarah has a Switch. Uh, and we've got the new Mario Kart 8, which is good. But yeah, we've got the Super Mario stuff. Yeah, they're doing, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy. Ooh. And they've all made them look all new and spruced up. Nice. Could it be Mario? I don't know what's happened, because I do that accent as part of my act. Really? It's me. I'll just stop. Sorry, Nintendo. You can get a phone call in a minute from Nintendo going, wait, what are you doing to our intellectual property? I'm being hired by Sega, that's why. (laughs) Talking of Sega, I mentioned Echo the Dolphin the other day, and neither my wife or my stepson knew what the hell I was on about. And I went, you classic, classic Echo the Dolphin. Haven't you got a T-shirt with Echo the Dolphin on AMJ? I, I do. I don't, I don't have it on, but I do have an Echo the Dolphin 16-bit Mega Drive cartridge T-shirt. Yeah, I thought I'd seen it Yeah, I, I love that game. I played it back recently. Uh, not very good. <laughs> it was and good. I I, it was. Uh, I think one of my favourite T-shirts of yours, MJ, has got to be the Jesse J one. The Jesse J T-shirt. Uh, I, I had to let that go recently. Just let that go. Had to let the Jesse J T-shirt go. Well, obviously, it started to look like Dawn French, like where <laughs> it was stretching too much. And the other thing is, like, it's got so many holes in it. Uh, yeah. Where you use it for night time? Um, Thank you. Pajamas. Pajamas. That's what I meant by that. I oh, actually, that's how like it's weird how long 
we've been doing this. So I for, forgot that that was actually part of my act at one point. Yep. Coming it on with a Jesse J T shirt. Your yeah. mum saying that looks like a lovely dawn French. Yeah, that that was it. Yeah. yeah. Memories. I love the vicar of Dibley. That's a, that's a good gag. That I might bring it back. You need to get a new Jesse J T shirt. Yeah, it's not not a reference that people remember, is it, Jesse J? Well, yeah, in China they stuff. would. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think I'm gigging in China. Well, I've got you booked next week. We have to oh, go look. to London to go to Chinatown instead. We'll do a gig there. I love Chinatown. I'm going to London Tuesday. Yeah. I'm going to London, London tomorrow. Ooh. We're all going to London. I'm not. No. No, it's not fast enough. Musical Insights.